Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 98 of Feel Good Friday, FGF. That's right. Wow, episode 98. I'm your host, the one and only Joe Kruger, the man, the myth, the legend. That's right, the man with the golden dick, Joseph T. Kruger. Just kidding, it's probably bronze, and that's being generous. Anyway, um, yeah, episode 98, just me today. This train keeps rolling, baby. I'm the conductor, and this train will stay on the rails until I say otherwise. But right now, I say full speed ahead, motherfucker, buckle up. Um, now, I, I know I just said this train stays on the rails, and I know it sounds like I'm on the rails, cocaine. I'm not. I've been sober since last night. So, now we get the head out of the way. Let's talk about where we're at. Episode 98. 98 degrees. Boy band from back in the day. They were pretty big. Not my personal cup of tea, but they were some people's cup of tea. They were not my cup of tea because, in general, boy bands were not my cup of tea because I'm straight. But... If you liked them, you liked them. They were a thing. You know about them. Now, I will say this. Even though I did not listen to them, it would be a damn shame if they went on a tour back in the day and they did not call it the 1998 Degrees Tour. Perfect. Just everything lines up. How often do you get 98 in your year? I'll tell you how often. Once every 100 years. You had this opportunity. I hope you did it. I'll tell you what, though, I don't give a shit enough to look it up, so I'm just going to hope they did it. I hope they were smart enough to take advantage of that opportunity instead of missing that opportunity. 98 degrees. I don't know how big they were. Like I said, if someone came, you know, not my cup of tea, if someone came up to me, they were like, name a 98 degrees song, I'd be like, uh, 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 I don't know. Sorry. Uh, but I'll tell you who was really big back then, Britney Spears. Britney Spears was running shit. She was on MTV all the fucking time, TRL, a.k.a. Total Request, live for you youngins, you Gen Z youngins, whippersnappers that are listening. Total Request Live was just, it was a live music show, essentially. Musical guests on all the time, some just other random celebrities, hosted by Carson Daly. He was a big thing. Everyone wanted to fuck Carson Daly. Everyone wanted, you know, all the girls wanted to fuck Carson Daly. All the guys wanted to fuck Britney Spears. And some of the guys wanted to fuck Carson Daly. I was team fuck Britney Spears. Uh, she was hot. She was so hot back then. And don't get me wrong. Like, she's... If I go down to the Whistle or Chili's and I see Britney Spears at the bar, I'm going to be starstruck. I'm going to be in awe. I'm going to let her know how beautiful she is because she's still more beautiful than most people will ever be. Because that's just what celebrities do. It's They get this unfair advantage of having lots of money so they can do whatever they need to do to stay beautiful. But that's not taking anything away from her. She's just, she earned that money. You know, it is what it is. However, back in the day, back in the day, it was, it was undeniable. You have to fight to, you know, convince people that Britney Spears is still beautiful now. Back in the day, though, undeniable undeniable i'll tell you what that toxic music video from 2003 they're on the plane and she's got that stewardess outfit on and it's like light blue with the yellow lining and it's really short skirt and i remember that very distinctly don't ask me how but if you do ask me how it's because i jerked off to it several times and uh 
I just remember she's walking on the aisle with the champagne and she spills it in some fat guy's like crotch on some fat guy's crotch, not in his crotch. That'd be wild, but on his crotch. And she goes like, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she goes to like clean it. And she basically just takes a napkin and starts like slapping his dick with the napkin. Not like, not, it doesn't, I don't think it hurts. I'll tell you what, I would have done anything to be that guy. I remember watching that video and being like, why can't I be that guy? And it's because I wasn't 18 and people would frown upon Britney Spears whacking my dick with a napkin if I was below 18. <sighs> so, also though, I remember we had this VHS tape and I think we got it from McDonald's or something. Uh, I don't know if it was a Happy Meal or some other kind of promotion. I don't know why we had it, but we had it. And it was like a behind the scenes of an NSYNC music video and a Britney Spears music video. I believe the NSYNC song was Bye Bye Bye. And the Britney Spears song was Oops, I Did It Again. And Britney Spears, in that tight, red, like, latex jumpsuit. I don't know if it was latex or leather or whatever. But it was, I think, if you trace back the origins to when I became just like a dog. Britney Spears' Oops, I Did It Again music video might have had a little something to do with that. Because I remember seeing that, and I remember, like, it moving. You know what I mean? It moved. It, by it, I mean my dick, of course. And I was like, what is that? So, I think uh, I can credit Britney Spears in that red suit to giving me one of my first boners. If memory serves correct. More like, <laughs> more like if memory serves erect Boner joke. Check. That was a hard joke to make. Check. Wow. Okay. Tough crowd. But, uh, yeah, I don't know for sure when my first boner was, but I'm pretty confident that was one of them. That was definitely one of the first. Thing about me growing up was I didn't have that talk with my parents, the birds and the bees. I didn't really, I, I never had that. I didn't really learn about it in school. We had like a sex education class kind of in high school. Uh, I don't remember learning anything anything from that. So I kind of learned on like myself, not on myself. I mean, yeah, myself. Like I, you know, no one taught me how to jerk off. That's something that you teach yourself. But like all that, like just observational, took in the world, knew what channels to be on, knew what magazines to sneakily grab off the shelf. And then eventually knew what sites to go on. You know? I was self-taught like Eddie Van Halen, except instead of playing guitar and becoming a legend, I learned how to jerk off, how to come, and uh, I now work at Trader Joe's. So, kind of different paths, but essentially it's, it's the same thing. Essentially. Essentially. Just like that water. I don't think that's the name. I think it's Essentia. But every time I see it, I see essential. But I think there's, no, I don't think there's an L. This is, uh, you don't have to hear about this. So anyway, Britney Spears, you were hot back in the day. And uh, I, uh, I feel sorry for what's happened to Britney. I know she, you know, had the whole thing with her dad. And dad was like keeping her money. And there was a whole lawsuit going on for years. And then she finally won it. And then when she won it, she started posting nudes all over the internet. And everyone's like, oh shit, were we <laughs> were we wrong about Britney Spears? Maybe she should have 
stayed under her dad's care? Um, I don't know. I don't know. There was the whole incident. Uh, she saw Victor Weminyama at some club in Las Vegas and tried to approach him. And security was like, beg off, bitch, and slapped her hand. And slapped her hand so hard that it went back and slapped herself, which is kind of comical. But also like, oh, poor Brittany. She's just trying to be like, hey, I used to be the biggest pop star on the planet. And now you're going to be the next best thing in the NBA. So, you know, famous people unite. Um, that's what she was trying to do. But she instead got slapped in the face by her own hand, technically. Um, anyway, I'm rooting for a comeback. I'm rooting, I'll tell you what, I'm rooting to come on her back. But also I'm rooting for her to come back. Maybe just, just take some time away from social media. Go to Maui. You are Britney Spears. You can basically go wherever you want. And if money's running low, just go on like a meet and greet tour. You don't even have to perform. No theatrics. No choreography. You don't have to start an OnlyFans. You don't have to post nudes. You can be like, hey, Britney Spears is going to be at the local Barnes & Noble or some shit. And you don't even have to be writing a book. You could just have a table in front of you that has like fucking Dr. Seuss books on it. Maybe not Dr. Seuss because apparently they tried to fucking cancel Dr. Seuss. But you know what I mean. Harry Potter books. No, they tried to cancel J.K. Rowling. Uh, ESPN magazines. Have they canceled ESPN yet? I don't know. But you know what I mean. Just like... Maybe no books at all. Be in a Barnes & Noble, have a table, put cookies on it. Be like, if you want to buy a cookie, it's five bucks. Brittany made them herself. Which would probably up the price to like 15 bucks. Brittany Spears homemade cookies? God, I'd pay just to sniff them. I'll tell you that much. But yeah, just do like, just do meet and greets. I'm sure, I am positive people would be willing to host. More than willing to host. Britney Spears? Are you serious? Yes. Bring her in. People will flock. If you build it, I will come probably in my pants. Um, but no, I'd, I'd go to that. If the price was right, if the price was right, I would go to that. I'm not paying anything outrageous just to meet Britney Spears and then fuck off. I'd have to, I'd have to know that I could talk to her so that I can convince her that she should be with me, that I could fix her. And I will help her get back to the level of stardom that she had in the late 90s. Yeah, MTV sucks now. But OnlyFans, TikTok, Instagram, let's take over that shit. That's the new MTV. That's where everyone gets their shit from. So we'll take over that. You know? And then she'll be like, totally down. And then I'll be like, by the way, you gave me my first boner. She'd be like, oh, I'm flattered. And then she like, she'd kind of like, I don't know, she'd probably like grind on me or something. She'd be like, boom, like with her ass. And then I'd get a boner. And she'd go, oops, I did it again. And I'd be like, Brittany, you are so funny. No one told me you were hilarious to boot. That's fantastic. And then, that's the spark that we needed. Great sex and a redemption story. Britney Spears and Joe. Maybe by, maybe by the time you're hearing this, all this will have happened. And I will be known as Joe Kruger Spears. I doubt it, but it's possible. Anything is possible uh, with Christ. I don't know where I'm going with that. It's not possible. But a man can dream, so fuck off. All right, anyway, episode 98. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Stuff that I have done. Stuff that I have seen. Stuff that's going to happen. Stuff that has happened. Lots to talk about. When we get back, we're talking about the Super Bowl. We gotta, because it's set. 
people are not happy about it. I'll tell you that much. All that and more when we return on Feel Good Friday episode 98. <clears throat> That's not bad. Like, if I kind of do it like a news channel, if I sign off, like, all that and more coming up when we return to Feel Good Friday. All right, everybody, we are back. Episode 98, Feel Good Friday, FGF. I'm your host. I'm Joe. I'm hot. You know it. I know it. Let's not pretend it's not a thing. I'm going to get right into it. Cutting the brass tacks. Cutting cutting the crap. You know? Cutting the malarkey. We're getting right into it. I'm not retracting any of my statements about Britney Spears. She was undeniably hot back then, and she's still pretty hot now, and I still would. Ten times out of ten. Twice on Sunday. Anyway, let's talk about who's incredibly hot now. At least popularity-wise. Taylor Swift, the true headline of the Super Bowl. I'm kidding, but we will get to her eventually because she's like Thanos. She's fucking inevitable. It's crazy. Uh, The Super Bowl is set. Chiefs, Niners. My head was right. If you remember in the last episode, I said my heart wanted the Ravens and the Lions. My head said Chiefs Niners. My head was correct. I should always listen to my head and never my heart. And not my dickhead. My dickhead will get me into some trouble. It's gotten me into some trouble in the past and undoubtedly will in the future. But my head said Chiefs Niners. My head, my above my shoulders, that head, said Chiefs Niners. And uh, it was correct. Undeniable. Uh, America was disappointed. I wasn't the only one that wanted Ravens-Lions. I think most of America wanted Ravens-Lions. Some of America is sick of Taylor Swift. Some of America is sick of Jackson Mahomes. Some of America is sick of Patrick Mahomes. Some of America is sick of Travis Kelsey. Some of America is sick of the Chiefs in general. Some of America is sick of it all. And the Niners, there are a lot of, like... Debo Samuel is probably the most unliked player on that team. I'm rooting for the Niners. I like Brock Purdy. Um, you know, he's he's just the, this kid who's who's been killing it. And yeah, he hasn't put up Hall of Fame numbers. Well, he kind of has, but everyone's like, the weapons. But, like, people are bashing him because they're like, he's not a top five quarterback, he's not elite. Bro, he's been to... He's made it to the playoffs in his first two years. He got hurt in the playoffs last year. The debate whether or not the Niners would have beat the Eagles, still a debate. If the Niners win, it looks like the Niners would have beaten the Eagles last year, but we'll never know. Um, But as far as I see it, he's just country boy, grew up on a farm, or at least he's on a farm now. That's how he spends his off time, you know? He's just riding around in his tractor, living his best life, knowing that he runs the NFC. And yeah, he does have a lot of help, but it's like, what great quarterback has won a Super Bowl without help? You saw when the Chiefs' offensive line was fucked up, the Chiefs going to win a Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes had help. It's a team sport, you know? And Purdy may be a game manager, but he's probably the best game manager in the NFL. Thus, two straight playoff appearances in his first two years as a starter. And now, a Super Bowl appearance. Possibly, 
could have been a Super Bowl appearance last year, but he got hurt. Like all the Niners quarterbacks were hurt last year. Um, I love George Kittle. George Kittle grew up a Bears fan. So that makes them beating the Niners even sweeter. And he just seems like a cool guy. So I'm rooting for the Niners. The Niners have more people that I like than the Chiefs. Um, love McCaffrey. Ayuk is severely underrated. Brandon Ayuk would be a number one receiver and a lot of other teams and a lot of other offenses. But given that he's in San Francisco on the Niners offense, he's probably the third best player on the team. On the offense, at least. Because that defense is stacked, too. Then on the offensive line, Trent Williams, Hall of Famer, should be, at least. He's a star. He's a star. Defense, you got Fred Warner. You got Nick Bosa. You got Greenlaw. whole bunch of playmakers on that side of the ball. Although, I mean, they struggled. They struggled to beat the Packers. They struggled to beat the Lions. They were down. Uh, 24-10 to at one point. Maybe even 24-7. to I don't know. But they were down huge against the Lions. And they fought back, and the defense stood strong, preventing the Lions from scoring more. The Lions ended up with 31 points. You know, they had that 24-10 lead, and they ended up with 31 points total. So during that whole comeback, comebacks are, like, yeah, it's impressive that the offense can do it. Like the 28-3 comeback, Patriots-Falcons, Super Bowl, whatever the fuck it was. And everyone's like, Tom Brady's the GOAT. And don't get me wrong, that offense played great. Edelman with the catch was awesome, and... All this stuff and James White. But the defense has to stand strong in order for the comeback to happen at all. So comebacks are, it's, I think it's half and half. Defense has to be like, all right, fucking, we're not letting them score anymore. Let's knock it off. Let's stand strong. Let's let our offense do, do their thing. And let's get this dub. And uh, it's what they did against the Packers. It's what they did against the Lions. The Niners just running the NFC North, I guess. So I am rooting for the Niners. The, the Chiefs, God, part, like part of me wants to dislike them so bad. And then everything I see, everything I hear is just that they're great guys and they're really good guys. And I don't know. I do love Pacheco. I think Pacheco has braces, which is wild. About to win his second Super Bowl, the man has braces. Um really makes you question the decisions they make in life. You know what I mean? Why can't I be Isaiah Pacheco? There's a multitude of reasons, but we won't get into it. Anyway, rooting for the Niners. Here's the thing, though. Just like last week, heart says Niners. Head says Chiefs. Head says Chiefs because you do not bet against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. He has entered the territory of the Bill Belichick's well, Bill Belichick back in the day, you know, Tom Brady, Nick Saban at Alabama, he's entered that territory, goat territory, if you will, where it's like when you're seeing them in the postseason, there's, they have, they should never be the underdogs. I will say that despite the weapons he has to work around him, they should never be the underdogs because they are just that damn good. So heart says Niners, head says Chiefs. We'll see. We'll see what's happening. I think the the Niners have to run the ball. I think that was a big mistake that the Ravens made. The Ravens lost against the Chiefs 17-10. They did not put up much of a fight. Um, Although the defense stood strong in the second half. Chiefs scored 17 points basically out of the gate. Huge first drive, long first drive, very deflating first drive. Um, Pacheco got a touchdown. 
Kelsey got a touchdown. The thing about the Chiefs right now is uh, beginning of the season, kind of mid-season, maybe even later in the season, there was no other receiver besides Kelsey that was really catching balls. Pacheco and McKinnon could catch out of the backfield, but it's like, eh, you know, they're running backs. And then Rasheed Rice, the emergence of Rasheed Rice, uh, he's he's been killing it. So because he's been killing it, that has taken some of the pressure off of off of Kelsey, which leaves him more open, and you, he he just looks like old Kelsey again, and not old Kelsey like age old Kelsey like he just looks like prime Kelsey all of a sudden. MBS Marquez Valdez Scantling, he sucked all season. He had some huge drops. That cost the Chiefs games. He's been catching huge plays. He had the dagger against the Ravens. Like a 60-yard bomb. That, if you look at the one against the, either the, I think it was the Eagles. He dropped that one. He knew this time, instead of like reaching out like and facing forward, turn around, bring it into your chest. And he caught it. And that was the end of the game. 17-10. to 10, Chiefs beat the... Uh, Beat the Ravens. So Lamar Jackson, possibly still a fraud. You know, yeah, he beat the Texans. Texans are a young team. Rookie coach, rookie quarterback, albeit very good. Rookie coach, rookie quarterback. I mean, no-name receivers that played amazing throughout the season. Dalton Schultz, like, just guys you would not, like, you're not scared of that team. You know what I mean? So the Ravens handled their business against them, but yeah, Lamar just couldn't do it. He looked panicked. He had a lot of dropbacks. And Rex Ryan was saying something. Rex Ryan was like, he's not Tom Brady. You know, use him to his strengths, for his strengths, and have your designed runs. And you're like the Chiefs, or I'm sorry, the Ravens' running game was so good. And they had six handoffs to running backs. That's nuts. That is insane to me. So. Yeah, but uh, of course, all eyes will be on Taylor Swift, despite you know this being a rematch of the Super Bowl from four years ago. Which, by the way, last time Chiefs Niners were in the Super Bowl right after global pandemic started. Let's keep that in mind. I want to start stocking up on your toilet paper now, okay? Your toilet paper, whatever the fuck people else, whatever the fuck else people were buying. Um. Back then, I don't know. I blocked. I blocked a lot of that out. I don't. I do not miss the masks at all. Did you ever burp in one of those things? And it's not like I used to think sneezing in one of them was like shitting your pants. Burping in one of them is is worse because you get everything. You get every hint, every scent of that burp. And it goes right up into your nostrils, and it's fucking atrocious. If you eat and live the lifestyle that I do. It's, you get some bad burps, all right? Just being honest with you here. I do not miss that. So, hopefully, this time the Niners can win, there will be a different outcome. Maybe if the Niners win, 2024 will be fucking amazing. There will be the opposite of a pandemic. You know, people will just start going out and everyone's going to be super friendly. World peace. People are just going to start fucking... Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Taylor Swift. Um, she's apparently playing in Tokyo the day before. I think it's 13 hours behind there. 
Could be wrong. Maybe it's smaller than that. I'm not sure. Again, should have looked it up. Didn't. Very unprofessional. I apologize. However, she's basically time traveling. She's going to perform her show in Tokyo. Probably going to kill it. You know, everyone's going to be singing along. Because we used to have Mad Rav. And now we got Bad Brad. Uh You know, whatever they're saying over there. Um, And then, private jet to Vegas to watch her man, Travis Kelsey, in the Super Bowl. The biggest stage in sports. I Don't get me wrong. I love playoff hockey. I think playoff hockey is arguably the best playoffs. I think it's the most intense. Give me some playoff baseball, for sure. When the lights are the brightest, playoff baseball, let's fucking go. LFG, baby. Playoff basketball? You know, all the stars coming out. Everything's faster. Let's go. But the Super Bowl... You know, annually, one of the most watched things of the year, if not the most watched thing of the year. Um, it's the biggest stage. It's bigger. I think it's bigger than WrestleMania. I think between the Super Bowl and WrestleMania, there's there's a debate that can be made because I'm not quite sure on the ratings. But if you know, because WrestleMania, you have to pay for it. it's pay per view. Super Bowl, you just get on CBS or Paramount Plus this year. Or I get it, you have to pay for Paramount Plus, but you know what I mean. You don't need a streaming service necessarily. So, unless in a couple years they end up just putting it on Peacock. Like they did for that playoff game. But, whatever. Um, So, she's going to make it. She's going to fly that private jet. Destroy our planet some more. You know, typical T-Swift stuff. And, uh, she's going to root for a man. And I'm going to, I want to be on record. I'm over people bashing Taylor Swift. And bashing the NFL and being like, you know, we're sick of her. You know, she's ruining the game. No, she's fucking not. Stop crying. It's not her choice. This is what it is. Yes, Taylor Swift is a megastar. Taylor Swift is arguably the most famous person in the world right now. But she's dating Travis Kelsey. She's not dating him for clout. She was bigger than him to begin with. I get it. Travis Kelsey is the best if not the best, you know, top three, top four tight end in football in the NFL. The NFL is a huge brand, obviously. The Super Bowl is the biggest televised event every year. She's not dating him for clout. She didn't need it. She's dating him because she's into him. They love each other. And she's going to a game, hanging out with some people that she enjoys the company of, having a good time. Cheering on her team, cheering on her man. Let her fucking live. Alright? She's not ruining the game. It's if they're not cutting away to her, they're just gonna cut away to some random fan. You know? So whatever. Like it or not, Taylor Swift has given every football fan something to talk about this year. Whether it's a good or a bad review, every football fan has been like, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. There have been times, I, at first I was like, is this what it's going to be? When she was at the Bears-Chiefs game at Arrowhead. I was like, is this really is this the Taylor Swift show now? But then I, I'm like, what am I, like, who cares? Who gives a fuck? It's a girlfriend supporting her boyfriend. Although Travis Kelsey wasn't at the Grammys. <laughs> we'll talk about the Grammys later. 
Anyway, uh, Annie Agar was doing some Super Bowl coverage, and she's also, you know, I, I think I would, in terms of like right now, I would put her above Britney Spears in terms of hotness. And she loves football, probably sports in general. My DMs have uh, been to no avail. I do not have any dates set up with her yet. Plus, she's a Packers fan. I get it. Cassie's a Packers fan. You know, been there. Uh, It's worth it for love. I'll tell you that much. But, uh, you know, it's also kind of a red flag. Let's be honest, you know. Let's call a spade a spade. Being a Packers fan fan is a... It's detrimental to your character. So, just saying. Just saying. Uh, I like giving all my Packers fans... My Packer fan co-workers at work, I've been giving them shit. Saying, what time do the Packers play on Sunday? They don't have a response. Their response is the, you know... What about the Bears? And I'm like, good one. You know, we let you into the playoffs... We let you have one because we want to see the Niners beat you again. Next year, not going to be so lucky. Bears are back. Let's fucking go. Okay? Okay. All right. So, yeah. Super Bowl in Las Vegas. It is set. Chiefs Niners. God, I I mean, like I said earlier, like, I really want to dislike the Chiefs. I really do. But they're cool and they're great. They are so great, and I hear they're great people. I actually rang out a stewardess, and uh, she was she worked for the the Chiefs. Like she was a personal stewardess for the Chiefs. Now, I don't know if that means that she would like get railed by all of them, but she definitely served them drinks and hot towels and you know all that on the flights. And so I was like, oh my god, are you, like you know, obviously a little like, whoa, are you serious? And she's like, yeah. And she's an older older lady. She probably did not get railed by all of them, but you never know. What happens in the Mile High Club stays in the Mile High Club. I've never been there. Couldn't speak for it. But anyway, I'm like, so I got to say, Travis Kelsey kind of seems like, you know, I wanted to use my civil terms. I cannot say Travis Kelsey seems like a douchebag. I cannot say that Patrick Mahomes seems like a whiny bitch. But I was like, you know, Patrick uh, Patrick Mahomes kind of seems like, you know, you know, kind of like a cry, kind of like, you know, too competitive, you know, like a bit of a crybaby, bad sport if he loses, and Travis Kelsey kind of seems like a jerk, and I was straight up, I told her that, and that was me, you know, softening the blow, that was me sugarcoating it, and she goes, no, 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 just the nicest guys, just the nicest guys, both of them, two of the biggest stars on the planet, just the nicest guys, and I was like, oh my god, damn it, luckily she didn't say anything about Pacheco, I don't know what his character is like, but, uh, you know, it, it wasn't, there wasn't anything bad to say. So, in my mind, Pacheco is just a man. So, if the Chiefs win, I'm not going to be upset. We'll go with that. If the Chiefs win, I will not be upset because I am witnessing greatness. I got to witness Tom Brady and that whole Pats team. I got to witness that goat. And I got to witness now a potential future goat in Patrick Mahomes. And it's really fucking awesome. And I appreciate greatness. I appreciate some of these things that he can do that no other other quarterback can apparently do. It's awesome to watch. But I want the Niners. I want Shanahan to get that first ring. 
You have that monkey off his back. He's got, you know, he was on the Falcons when they blew that 28-3 lead. He was on the Niners, like he was coaching the Niners when they lost to the Chiefs in the last Super Bowl. They're up by 10 with 10 minutes to go. Something something along those lines. And everyone praises him as this really good coach. But he has yet to win that Super Bowl. So you got another shot. Go out there, run the ball, do what the Ravens didn't. You got Christian McCaffrey. And if Christian McCaffrey's not working out, Brock Purdy can use his legs. You also have Elijah Mitchell. I'm, I'm positive. Shanahan, if you're listening, you are aware that you have those three guys. But let's make use of it. Apparently the Ravens forgot who they fucking had. You have Lamar Jackson, you know, going to get his second MVP. Arguably the best running quarterback of all time. It's him or Mike Vick or Justin Fields. And they barely used that. He was just in the pocket the whole fucking game. Getting blitzed and rushed and panicking. Making bad throws. Threw to Isaiah Likely. In triple coverage? Jesus. Anyway, that's that's done. So, Chiefs Niners. Hart says Niners. George Kittle, I want him to get his ring. I want him to become one of the greats. And uh, but, but my head says Chiefs because you can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. You just can't. You just cannot do it. So, all right. Um, that is my Super Bowl talk. Real quick NBA talk, though. The Clippers are the one seed in the West. My boy Kawhi is playing at an MVP level. If he played more, he'd probably be in the running for MVP. Joel Embiid is out of the MVP race. He's missed too many games. And now he's having surgery. That's going to take him out even longer. So he's out of the MVP race. Nikola Jokic is now the favorite. SGA is right behind him. Luka's in there. Um... But I really think, I really think Kawhi needs to be higher. I just, I just do. Giannis is in there. Giannis is always in there. He's one of those perennials. Lakers are not in there. Their team is not playing well enough. And I don't think LeBron has played enough games. Or he's, you know, on that projection. But, man, the Clippers are playing some good fucking ball. Since December 1st, they're 26-5. and 26-5. and Best record in the NBA since December 1st. So, really awesome. Really glad that they're playing so well. Love that for Kawhi. Kiwi's my guy. Paul George, PG-13, sure. James Harden's on there. I'm the huge fan. Of, you know, not the biggest fan of George, James Harden, but if, if he's helping Kawhi get that ring number three, and if they're all healthy, Kawhi will get finals MVP, which will be his third ring, his third team, with his third finals MVP on each team. So he's... Man, when he's healthy and he's playing like this, he really is one of the best. It's really awesome to see. That's why I like him. Also, he doesn't give a fuck what anyone has to say about him. Now everyone's praising him because they're having a good season and they're playing well. You know? And he's still, like, good or bad, he he doesn't give a fuck, and I love that. And SGA's kind of like that, too. I really like SGA. So, anyway. All right. That's my little basketball update. Oh, yeah, Kevin Durant thinks he should be in the GOAT conversation. I don't, but... I think he's one of the greatest players of all time, but I don't think he should be in debate for the greatest player of all time. So that's it for that. You know, you're not Jordan. You're not LeBron. You're not Kareem. And uh, you never will be. I'm sorry. You're, you're at that age where you're, you're not going to reach that level. You're not going to reach that tier. 
Maybe that's just me. I think there were some people that were like, yeah, he should be. And I'm like, nah. I just don't agree. I don't think he's... I'm never going to be like, oh, man, Jordan or LeBron. Wow, LeBron's really making a case. Oh, but what about Durant? No. Kobe's the only one that I'm like, maybe Kobe can, you know, be in that. And a lot of people, and it's sad, a lot of people were like, Kobe's the greatest of all time after he died. Like, after he died, everyone was like, don't disrespect the greatest of all time. He's the real goat. It's like, it's posthumous, though. You're just doing that, be, you know. I don't know. All right. That's my sports talk for the day. When we get back, we got food to talk about, we got music to talk about, and we got fitness to talk about. And we got stand-up comedy to talk about. Wow. Wow, what a lineup. Feel good Friday, man. Anything could happen. All right, everybody, and we are back. Episode 98, Feel Good Friday. It's just me today. Just me. No pit stopo. Uno lapo. I ride solo mijo. To quote uh, Lightning McQueen right there. Kind of racist. To, you know, he talks like that because... Is it is it racist or considerate to talk in the language... Like, to go out of your way to talk the language of the person you're talking to. Like, if I'm talking... Like, you know, we go to a Mexican restaurant. The waiter brings us our food. And I say, gracias. Is that... I think that's gotten to a point where it's almost comical. Like, it's comical racist. Like, it's like, this guy's so fucking white, he says gracias when the waiter brings him, you know, his tacos or his chalupa. Um, But, I don't know, you know. Or, like, I have a couple friends who speak Spanish at work, and when they say thank you, they say thank you. They don't say gracias. They say thank you, and I go, de nada. And, uh, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I'm showing my culture. I'm showing that I, I am cultured. I'm a little sophisticated. I know more than you're welcome even though it's a very popular song. Um, but it also, uh, I guess it could be racist. I don't know. I'll leave that up. You know what? I, I'm not going to leave that up for anyone to decide because if I leave that up for the public to decide, it will most likely be deemed as racist, and I don't want that affiliation. So, on to the next topic. Before we get to the Grammys, I do have some quick thoughts about some Disney stuff. Uh, first off, Elemental, I think the dad is racist in Elemental. The fire, I think his name is Bernie. Uh, he's totally racist against water. Like, in the beginning, the water accidentally bumps into his wife. And so he has to, like, give her some fire food to restore herself. And he's like, oh, water. And then, like, five minutes later, they're running their shop. A couple of water kids come in. Just being kids. Just being, you know, dumb kids. Messing around. But he's like, oh, Water. And then it gets really bad. He's like, fucking water! He doesn't say fucking, but, you know, he wants to say. In the unrated version of Elemental, there's a fire-water sex scene. Um, there's probably a bunch of sex scenes, like one of, like, earth and wind and all sorts of stuff. Probably some orgies going on. I don't know how it works, but leave it up to Disney, the Imagineering team, you know? But very openly racist against water, and, uh, I don't know, kind of a piece of shit for that. The daughter is not much better. Yeah, the daughter befriends the water guy, but like she's also she's kind of a she's kind of a bitch. Um, just if you haven't seen the movie, check it out. They got nominated for best animated picture, and I feel like if Disney just makes a movie, it's gonna get nominated for best animated picture. Like they're a shoe in. The, the Academy sees like, oh, Disney came out with this this year, so here's your nomination. Doesn't always win, but it usually gets a nomination. Um, it's almost unfair. 
because Disney has built such a such a rep for good movies. Although I was thinking about movies like Disney movies that will not be made into rides at uh, at Disney World or Disneyland. I thought Princess and the Frog wasn't going to be one, but they took down Splash Mountain so they can make Tiana's tea bag turnaround or something like that. Tiana's big fucking thing. I don't know what it's called, uh, but that's what that is now because Splash Mountain was racist. Again, everything's racist. Um, I'm telling you. But uh, I feel like Elemental will not, it won't be a big enough film for it to be made into any type of ride. Uh, the Good Dinosaur, not getting anything, most likely. Turning Red, probably not getting any any rides, any attractions. Raya and the Last Dragon, most likely not doing it. Luca, not doing it. Um, Encanto can probably do it. Encanto was big enough, it made a big enough splash where it's probably going to get a sequel and it's probably going to get its own ride. Uh, Soul, not going to do it. Inside Out, I don't think we'll get a ride. That'd be a difficult one to manage, although Disney does this shit all the time. But I feel like um, I feel like that would be a difficult ride to do or any type of attraction. I'm sure they can think of, think of something. Moana, Moana just got their Epcot thing, the Way of Water. And it looks cool, but, hear me out, but I kind of wish they did a ride for Moana. I think they're so many things that you can work with for the ride. Like you go to the cave with the huge, huge canoes, as Moana says. And, uh, you go with the, the, uh, Kakamura, the coconut people, like there could be a little thing like that. And you could use the technology that you use for the Ratatouille ride and the star Wars ride. I forgot what it's called. Um, but like Kakamura and obviously, um, Timotor, you know, you can go to the realm of monsters. That would be a cool thing. And then obviously Takai at the end. Um, you get, you know, there's like a little splash zone and you get wet. You're at least, well, hey, you get wet listening to this podcast too. Am I right, ladies? Mm, smooth like butter. But, uh, but, uh, <laughs> um, there's just, I felt like there was so much you could do. And uh, if they just stick with the way of water as the only Moana attraction, I will personally be bummed on behalf of everyone who's thinking like me and thinking that a a Moana ride had so much potential. Like Frozen got a ride. Granted, Frozen was probably bigger than Moana, I would assume, but I do not know for sure. I don't know. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Don't have the numbers. Um, Moana 2 did just get announced, though. Moana 2 just got announced. Uh, apparently drops later this year, I think in November. So Finn's probably fucking pumped for that. Finn is, uh, Moana and Frozen are his two things right now. Just to give you a little update on what he's watching. Um, big fan of, of that. He loves Olaf. He loves Hey Hey. He loves Mount. Like he, I don't know. He just loves, he's a two year old. He just loves things. He hates things too. I have to take him to get a haircut and he's going to fucking hate it, but it has to be done. He's starting to look, you know. Starting to look a little ragged. Starting to look like his old man, you know? And you don't want to look like me, because I kind of I kind of look like I let myself go. Um, anyway, those are my Disney thoughts for right now. Quick Disney thoughts. Let's get on to the Grammys, because we talked about Taylor Swift and the effect that she has on the Super Bowl and the effect that she's had on the NFL. I do think it's a little unfair. I wanted to say that. Like, yeah, I don't give a fuck anymore, but also I do think it's a little unfair she just gets into football year one and she's her team's going to the fucking Super Bowl. Like you haven't had to suffer 
It's a bandwagon fan thing. Like, why didn't she go out with Hayden Hurst on the Panthers so she can know what true suffering is like? Or Cole Komet. Cole Komet's a good-looking guy. Yeah, he's not as famous as Kelsey, but, like, good-looking guy. I don't know. She goes to the Chiefs. She's like, well, this gets me at least a ticket to the playoffs. It would be crazy if this whole thing was orchestrated by the NFL. Like, you know, let's have Taylor date an NFL player. And we are just going to push that. Ratings will go up. Uh, let's do one of the big teams. Let's fuck it. Let's go with the Chiefs, man. Travis Kelsey. He's an eligible bachelor. Because um, probably Mark Andrews is taken and so on and so forth. You know. George Kittle would have been better. But he's also married. So I don't think you could date while you're married. At least not morally right. But anyway, on to the Grammys. Best Pop solo performance. Miley Cyrus won for Flowers. Um, I must have flowers. Um, Doja Cat was also nominated. Taylor Swift, Olivia Rodrigo, and Billie Eilish. Just, uh, you know, just just a bunch of chicks. Um, best country album, Lainey Wilson won for Bell Bottom Country. Snubbed was Zach Bryan and Tyler Childers. People were upset. People were pissed that Zach Bryan got snubbed. And then Tyler, if, if Zach Bryan didn't win, they were like, all right, well, at least Tyler Childers will win. Nope, neither of them won. I love the Brothers Osborne. I think uh, I think they're snubbed. And Lainey Wilson is fine. Like, she's fine. Trust me. She's fine, but she's also like, she's fine. She's a fine artist. Uh, but, I mean, Zach Bryan is, he, he's huge. And uh, he's probably the best thing country has going for it right now. And I say that knowing full well that Morgan Wallen and Hardy and Luke Combs are still making music. Actually, I take that back. Luke Combs and then Zach Bryan. Uh, then Tyler Childers is great. Uh, best R&B song, SZA won for Snooze. I don't even know who, like, Holly, Angel, uh, Robert Glasper featuring Sir and Alex Isle, Eiley, Back to Love, Coco Jones, ICU, Victoria Monet. I don't know. I don't know any of those songs. I know who SZA is. I've not heard Snooze. Or at least I don't know I have. Best pop vocal album, Taylor Swift, Midnight's, of course. Taylor Swift won. Travis Kelsey, not there to, you know, celebrate with her. Because he's got to focus on the Super Bowl. But the Grammys is the biggest night for music. So, just saying. Song of the Year, What Was I Made For? Um, by Billie Eilish, that was for the Barbie soundtrack. So that won the Golden Globe as well. It's nominated for an Oscar. You know was not nominated? Fucking, I'm Just Ken. That was nominated for an Oscar, and it wasn't nominated for a Grammy. Uh, A&W, I guess, uh, Lana Del Rey, Antihero by Taylor Swift, Butterfly by John Batisti, Dance the Night, Dua Lipa, Flowers, Miley Cyrus, Kill Bill, SZA, Vampire. <sighs> Females are taking over the Grammys. I get it. I get it. Best new art artist, Victoria Monet. She beat over Ice Spice and Jelly Roll and Coco Jones and Noah Khan. Noah Khan is amazing. And uh, if you are, if you feel pain, if you feel heartbreak, and you just want something you could put on and it, it gets you and, you know, you feel that and you feel that music, it hits you, listen to Noah Khan. Record of the year was Flowers by Miley Cyrus. Beat Out Antihero by Taylor Swift. Album of the year, uh, Midnight's. By Taylor Swift. Did I already go over this? Or are these two different things? Best pop solo performance. Best country album. Best R&B song. 
Best Pop Vocal Album, Record of the Year, it's Flowers, Album of the Year, was Midnight's. I feel like it's all a bunch of, it's just, uh, it's like almost the same thing. There's just a little bit of differential. Anyway, whatever, whatever. Uh, it's confusing me. Um, Killer Mike got arrested. Uh, he won three awards. He was nominated for three. He won three. Best Rap Song, Best Rap Performance, and Best Rap Album. And then later in the night, he was seen in handcuffs, being walked out of the out of the Staples Center, or wherever it was. I think it was the Staples Center. I think that's where they're at. Joni Mitchell was there. She was 80. Um, she won her 10th Grammy for Best Folk Album for Live at Newport, and then performed as well. First performance at the Grammys. Uh, had a brain aneurysm in 2015. She re- she really hasn't done many appearances since then. And uh, gotta be honest, wasn't that good. Like I'm tired of like saying just because they're legends, it's good. Like Ozzy Osbourne isn't that like he probably doesn't perform well anymore. I haven't seen him perform in a while. Phil Collins has to sit down when he performs. Dolly Parton when she performed at Thanksgiving, she was holding on to the stage the whole time. She looked hot. Like, for Dolly Parton, like, she looked hot. And Cher looked hot. But, like, it's definitely, it's just not, it's cool, I guess. And it gets the ratings because they are legends. But it's, as far as, like, like wow, that was good. Like, no, it, it wasn't that good. Um, yeah, so. And then uh, Metallica won something. Jay-Z had a cool uh, speech, I guess, um, Jay-Z. Won the uh, he accepted the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award, which actually just became a thing last year, um, and he started just talking about the Grammys and how you know they kind of get it wrong. He said you know DMX had dropped two albums that year. They both went number one. This was '98. Um, he dropped two albums that year. They both went number one, and he was not nominated at all. Uh, so he said he boycotted and he watched the Grammys and he was like, I just want y'all to get it right. And then he stood up for Beyonce and he's like, she's won the most Grammys ever, 24 Grammys, and she's never won album of the year. Um, and then he was like, he was like, some of y'all shouldn't be nominated. And I was like, whoa, damn, Jay-Z killing it. Um, Celine Dion was there. Yeah, it was cool. It was a cool night, but there were some snubs and, uh, I, I think Tyler, or I'm sorry, well, Tyler Childers and... Zach Bryan not winning. The thing that actually surprised me about that album or that um, category, best country album, uh, Morgan Wallen not even nominated for his album, which was like it was released in March. I remember because it was released the weekend that we went to Disney. So I was trying to listen to it on Friday morning before we left. And I, I got through like half of it because it's like fucking 36 songs long, I think. Um, yeah. And one thing at a time is that album. He wasn't even nominated, which is crazy. Like he dominate he dominates ninety nine five the country radio, and he dominates uh, the charts and you know his tour and all this stuff. And nothing, nothing. Jelly Roll also not nominated for that. He got some nominations in other categories, but uh, he did not get album of the year. So I don't know, like. The, the Morgan Wallen one is confusing. And, I mean, Jelly Roll blew up. He, like, he's he's huge, too. He's But he's relatively newer, so I kind of get that. But nothing for Morgan Wallen is surprising. So I'm wondering if there is, you know, some animosity between him and someone at the Grammys. Maybe he fucked someone's girl, you know? And uh, 
And he's like, no more nominations. Like, maybe he fucked Mr. Grammy's girl. I don't know, whoever runs the show. I assume his name is Mr. Grammy. It's probably not. But, uh, yeah. Also, Taylor. it should be noted, Taylor Swift wore a, uh, a necklace. Kind of looked like a choker, but it was a watch. And uh, it was on Midnight. Uh, because her album, you know, Midnight's... Um, that was a huge deal. I swear to God, she could take a fucking shit. And people would be like... Look at that. Look at that perfect turd right there. Taylor Swift just took the best shit I've ever fucking seen. She is such an angel. She's perfect. Um, didn't she, I think like her second or first Chiefs game, she got food. And they were like, Taylor's order, chicken nuggets with seemingly ranch. That was that was a funny thing because it was so stupid. It was so ridiculous. And again, this is not Taylor's fault. This is her fans. This is the media. Like, let her live. Swifties, if you want what's best for her, don't blow her up all the time. Let her live her life. Let her be happy with Travis, you know? And then don't get in people's faces when they're mad. Just ignore them. Move on. Be the bigger person. Take the higher road, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like, your, albeit loyalty and passionate defense of Taylor whenever someone says something bad is admirable, but also obnoxious and annoying. And it's the reason why people hate Taylor Swift because people are just constantly shoving her down our throats. Don't get me wrong. I love for Taylor to be shoved down my throat. Oh no, that's wrong. Cause then that makes it sound like she has a cock, which I don't, I don't think she, uh, Taylor could be a guy's name. I don't know. Um, anyway, regardless, Jay-Z winning that award was fucking cool because he's, he's arguing, I think him or Eminem are my goats. Um, oh God, it's, it depends on the day. DMX is up there for me. The way he completely dominated, he was like Britney Spears in the late nineties. He completely dominated. Uh, Nas is up there. Love me some Scarface. God, as far that, those are like, well, Scarface wouldn't be in terms of impact and popular, like in terms of people who had the biggest effect on music, rappers who had the biggest effect on the genre and were the most popular and had actually good music out. I mean, M, fucking Jay-Z, Nas, uh, Lil Wayne has got to be in there. Lil Wayne, just like DMX dominated the late 90s, Lil Wayne dominated the mid to, like, probably like 05 to 2015, Lil Wayne. You put him on a song, you're going number one. You know, that's how big he, like, he was a sure thing. He was a cheat code. And you hear that lighter flick at the beginning and it's like, oh shit, this is about to be a banger. The Carter one, two, and three, the Carter three was like, that came out when I was in high school, I believe. And that was the thing everyone was listening to at parties. It was Lollipop and it was Mrs. Officer and it was all this shit. It was, uh, he was, he's the biggest, you know, thing. And Drake is up there now. Um, God, I don't even know a lot of rappers these days that are, that are like that. I I barely listen to rap. It's a sad thing. I used to, rap used to be my fucking life. And don't get me wrong. Like if you put on the Eminem show, I could probably still go bar for bar. If you put on DMX Grand Champ, because I listened to that album all the time growing up or Ludacris Word of Mouth or Ludacris Chicken and Beer or 
Ludacris, the red light district, because I was a big Ludacris fan too. I just don't think Ludacris lands in that like possible greatest of all time category. Um, I think that's reserved for the Eminem's, the Jay-Z's, Nas, Lil Wayne, and then I, it, it's probably Drake. If I'm being honest, it's probably Drake rounding out that fifth spot. I hate to say it because Drake, by the way, his dick just got leaked online. I guess he was, he was either jerking off or he was wagging his dick around or something. Something got leaked and Drake's dick is out and people are like, damn, Drake, you know, he's got everything. He's got a big dick. So, and uh, I'm not sexist for not putting a female rapper in my top five. I'm not, so don't don't try to put that on me. Don't put that. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby? Uh, no, seriously, don't, because there's no female female rappers that. Well, fuck. I guess you look at those Grammy nominations, and everything in the music industry is turning female. I mean, Lainey Wilson beating out Zach Bryan and Tyler Childers. Morgan Wallen not even getting nominated. Um, nothing. Nothing got nominated for, like in in terms of the big awards. Like there were barely any guys nominated. Um, Metall- I think I said Metallica won some award, but that wasn't, that was like an honorary thing. Like they're not still relevant. I mean, they are relevant. They still sell out arenas, but you know what I mean? So the fem- the, the music industry is turning female. I don't hate it. Don't get me wrong. I do not hate it by any means, but like, um, in terms of the greatest rappers, like I'm not putting Megan the Stallion or fucking Cardi B up there. I'm not putting Nicki Minaj up there. I get it. They're big. But as far as their music, it's not, it's not, I mean, let's be honest here. Sure. If you want to debate with me, sure. Go for it. Send me some lyrics. I will send you some back. We can literally go bar for bar and see, you know, who, who we're liking, who we're liking more and, uh, just compare, compare that. I'm just saying any day, Eminem versus Nicki Minaj. That's not even close. So, um, maybe 50 cent, maybe doubtful but maybe um yeah i don't know i don't know just my thoughts maybe i am a pig all right we'll be right back all right everybody and we're back episode 98 feel good friday fgf you know the drill we are back baby we're fucking fuck yeah oh fuck yeah we're fucking back yes yes (laughs) sorry Sorry, I got a little too excited there. Got a little, got a little wound up. But you know, get too excited, then boom, you you splooge, and it's like, oh shit! Now I gotta get hard again. How am I gonna do this? This girl's gonna leave. She's probably writing. She's probably texting all her friends right now. Like this guy nutted in thirty seconds, and now he's got this soft dick that I can barely see because his belly's hanging over. Probably texting that like all that verbatim to her friends, and my life is ruined. So, <laughs> on to the next one. But uh, you know. We've all been there. We've all been there. I know. I know you've been there. You know what I'm talking about. But uh, anyway, I got a couple, a uh, couple of personal events in my life. A couple personal events that happened to me that that I did that I'm uh, proud of that affected me for the better. Uh, had a positive effect on me, if you will. Um, but before I get to that, I did want to clarify. Uh, I am not sexist. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's a headline. That's an attention grabber right there, but I, I go back and I listen to all my segments. I do that because I want to, you know, just like Jay-Z said at the Grammys, he's like, I just want to make sure y'all get it right. Well, I want to make sure that I get it right. So I go back and I listen to my segments and I rarely edit it. Sometimes I have to take stuff out um, because I check for mistakes 
And uh, I either try to fix those mistakes, avoid them in the future, or cl- just clarify in the next segment. I also check to see if I said anything too offensive or if I said anything just too dumb. Uh, that last one, the too dumb, is kind of, that's a hard edit to do because probably 85% of the shit I say is pretty moronic. So trying to catch something that's too stupid is like, wow, this is a difficult task. This is needle in a haystack, baby. But uh, the too offensive radar went off on the last one because I realized how sexist I did come off. And I apologize. I want to, I don't want that to be misconstrued. I don't want you to think of me that way. I know when I say, you know, when I said the things like, there's no female rapper in my top 10 or in my top five debate, not even close. Or when I say things like, uh, you know, Zach Bryan and Tyler Childers both got snubbed and Morgan Wallen got snubbed for that country of the year album and Lady Wilson won. And when I say things like the Grammys, the music industry is being taken over by, t- uh, by chicks, <laughs> I almost said tits right there. That would not have helped my case at all. I apologize. Um, but what if tits were just like their own beings? What if tits just became like, like tits were just creatures, just a wild tit. Anyway, um, all those things sound really, really bad. And I apologize. I, I don't have any malicious thoughts like that. I don't. Um, like I respect all the women that, that got their awards and got nominated and all the women that make contributions to the music industry, it's just women have have dominated. And they deserve to dominate. They make great music. Like Taylor Swift. She's got some bangers. Miley Cyrus, Flowers. I catch myself singing that song all the time. Sometimes in the shower. Sometimes when I'm touching myself. Um, Olivia Rodrigo. Got some hits. What Was I Made For? The Barbie song. I'm, it does deserve to win. It does. It's a very powerful song. Um, and Lainey Wilson deserved to win that album. Bell Bottom Country. Some of those songs, like Hillbilly Hippie, Watermelon Moonshine, of course. That was like the single. Heart Like a Truck, though. Um, Wild Flowers and Wild Horses. That What's Up, What's Going On. Like, there's just there's a lot of bangers on it. And she makes great music, too. She's a wonderful country artist. Um, I wasn't trying to take anything away from them, and I apologize if I did. And then I thought... So th- there's that, you know, I just wanted to, wanted to put that out there, like true respect to all of them. I did not, and true respect to female rappers too, because they're going out there, they're getting that money, they're making a name for themselves, they're doing what they have to do to succeed and live well. And that's the goal. That's the American dream. You want to, you want to be a success story. You want to live well, you know, you want to feed your family and friends and you do whatever you have to do to do it. And the ones that, that find their niche, their niche, and they, they find their opening and they, they go for it, all the more, you know, the more respect to them or whatever the fuck the saying is. Um, and I was like, all right, I, I caught all the shit that I was saying. And I was like, should I make an apology? Like, if I issue an apology, does that make me openly, like, is that more sexist if I'm like, I have to apologize for this? Or should I have just let it slide? But fuck it, I'm, uh, I'm issuing the apology. It's out there now, so there's no going back. So yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's that, that's out there. I really hope you don't think of me that way. I don't want to die or I don't even want to leave a room and have people think negative of me. I don't like it. I know there's all these memes out there that's like, oh, they're just jealous or, oh, let the haters hate rise above it. Like, no, I I want people to like me straight up. I do. And I do some shit that like, I know people won't like me for it. But there's just, there's some stuff, like I wear flip-flops and we've talked about it at work. That wearing flip-flops is a major turnoff for a lot of girls. 
I don't give a fuck. I'm not trying to impress them. Like, I'm comfy in flip-flops. I like it. I like feeling the air hit me. I like getting a nice tan on my feet, a natural tan. But as far as, like, act like the really bad shit, like being a sexist, being a racist, uh, being a bigot, being, you know, all that shit, just being a dog shit person, I, I don't want to be associated, affiliated with that. No, no, not for me. So anyway, though. Couple a uh, couple good things though. Let's kind of switch the vibes around right now. A couple good things that happened. Uh, your boy signed back up for the gym. P Fit Planet Fitness, ten dollars a month, no biggie. Now all the chicks get to see me working out. So you're welcome, or should I say, Donata? As a you know, playback to what I said earlier in that segment. But anyway, uh, so you're welcome. You get to see my huge dick. Just uh, that, that's it. Like going up and down on the treadmill. Uh, sometimes, you know, a ball will pop out while I'm lifting weights if I'm wearing some short enough shorts. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a real, it's a real treat for them. It's a real feast for their eyes. And in the meantime, I also get to get in shape. So this is a win-win and I'm very proud of myself because, because I ran a 10 minute mile. I got it back. I did it again. I was so stoked. I sent a snap to a bunch of people. Um, you know, mostly the ones close to me, but you know, cause I was just, it was a proud moment because when I initially signed up, I'd been there a few times and I could barely run a five minute half mile. I was struggling with that. So I was like, Jesus, how long is this going to take? And then I just really pushed myself one day and I was like, let's fucking go. Let's do this. Pushed myself and, uh, ran that 10 minute mile. I got it done and then immediately stopped. I got the Snapchat of it so I could send, you know, it was actually on the treadmill. It was like 10, 10.02 or like one mile, 1.02 miles in 10 minutes, whatever, sent it out, boom, uh, no one really was that stoked besides me, uh, I was, I was kind of the only, like, everyone's like, all right, but for me, that was huge, and then I immediately went to the locker room, and I threw up, yeah, pushed myself a little too hard, shouldn't have had two bowls of Cheerios in the morning, and one of them was frosted Cheerios, so frosted Cheerios, regular Cheerios, and then a 10 minute mile for a fat guy, that's a lot, and uh, I paid for it, and the toilet paid for it because it was covered in my vomit, so I had to clean that up, um, but still, I got it done, and if anything, I just lost more weight by throwing up, so that was pretty cool, actually, now that I think about it, um, but I, I told people that I threw up, too, and they were like, yeah, well, you're fat, essentially, that's what they said, that wasn't their words, but essentially, they were like, yeah, well, it's gonna happen, because, you know, you're not in shape, so... If you push yourself that hard, you're going to throw up, tubby. So uh, so there's the gym. But then another thing that happened, I, I went to uh, Fatty's, the bar with uh, some, you know, a couple of my boys from work, the TJ's crew. And afterwards, stopped at Sub City, which is a, I think it's open till 2, maybe even 3. And it's right by Fatty's, the pub, right down the street. So sometimes I will stop there if we go to that bar and... I'll get some food, late night food, late night, kind of buzzed snacky is always good. Don't need Taco Bell, don't need McDonald's, don't need White Castle if you got uh, Sub City right by you. And I'm glad that I went to Sub City because I got, for the first time in my life, a poor boy. Or as I ordered it, a po' boy, because I thought it was pronounced po' boy. And then I was like, yeah, one one po' boy. And he's like, everything on it. And I was like, yeah. And then he announced the thing. He's like, one poor boy. And I don't know if he's just really white. Or really Midwest, and that's how they say it up here, poor boy. I thought it was po' boy. But regardless, and then I got a cheese fry with it because I'm, you know, I'm insatiable. And I'm 
I'm a dangerous man. I like to live on the edge. Po' boy and large cheese fry at fucking 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like to live on the edge. I could die at any moment. Um, but I'm damn glad I got that po' boy or poor boy, whatever you want to call it. Because it was fucking delicious. It was delicious. It was so good. And I can't believe I've gone this far in life without having one. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like, what, what was I waiting for? I don't know if I was waiting for a moment, like, where I'm on vacation. I'm like, you know what? I'll have the po' boy. Why not? But also, you don't really see po' boy sandwiches at a lot of places. At least the places I go to. So, I, I was just, I went, we got in, we sat in, or walked in. <laughs> Jesus, that was hard. Um, you know what else? Yeah, there was a dick joke there. Because uh, I said hard. I could say hard. But that's how fucked up my mind is. I say the word hard, and my mind's like, boner joke. Go for it. Try to make it. Formulate it. You got this. A lot of the times it doesn't work. But, I mean, making up those jokes is pretty pretty difficult. We'll go with that. We'll go with difficult. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what I was waiting for. We we walked in, and I saw it, and it was just like it was meant to be. It was this moment where I was like, oh, poor boy. That's, that's a poor boy. I know that. I've heard of that. Never had one. Let's fucking give it a shot. Set everything on it. I didn't I honestly didn't know what came on it. The picture was kind of hard to see. Uh, it's a little dated, but it's okay. The best restaurants have not very up-to-date stuff. You know, there's something about those little places like a sub-city, like a Maxwell Street, you know, where the sign is above the counter. There's a counter that you order at, and it's very, like, minimalist, like, kind of like some LED lighting behind the sign on a plastic sign, and there's, like, Pepsi ads, or even RC. If there's RC, you know it's good. Um, but, yeah, po' boy. Uh, very, very glad with my experience. I would, I would actually give it a 9 out of 10. Like, this wasn't, like, I'm coming food, and th- that's a very rare thing to happen, and I'm coming food. Uh, it's out there. To be honest, at the moment, I can't think of it right now. I would say, like, the first time I had Texas cheese fries and the wings from the boneless buffalo wings from Chili's, I came a little bit. I was like, what? I've been missing out, and because now they're, like, my favorite thing. Um, God. The Wings at Brand Steakhouse in Michigan are fantastic. Uh... I like buffalo chicken fondue up there. I didn't come for that. That's another like eight or nine. But yeah, it's still really great. Nine out of ten is still a really great rating. Um, pizza's come food. I would say pizza's like coming food. Um, it's rare to find a pizza that I'm not like, this is fucking great. So just pizza in general is coming food. But anyway, uh, I just want to share that update on my life. Just a couple great things going for me. Kind of like polar opposite things. Like the way I described the movie The Pyramid and then the movie The Menu, how those were complete opposites. Um, signing up for the gym and running a 10-minute mile. Kind of the opposite of getting, you know, going to the bar and then afterwards going to Sub City and getting a po' boy with everything on it and a large cheese fry and a Dr. Pepper. Like, those are those are pretty polar opposite. But both are great things. That's the beauty of life. Two completely different things on opposite ends of the spectrum. Is that offensive to say now? Um, two completely different things can happen to you. Same day, even. I can't remember if this was the same day. I think it was different days. But still, they can both happen to you on the same day, regardless. And they can both be amazing. You know? You don't have to live one kind of lifestyle for good things to happen to you. Just go out there. You do you. You try to live your best life. And, uh, I hope you make it out of here okay. You know? Hope you can leave the room and 
people won't say bad things about you. At least that's my goal. I don't know. It's weird that people are like, I love the hate. Why? Oh, it's attention, man. It's free prep. No, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, you're not Drake. You didn't. If your dick, if your dick, <laughs> what was that? I just had an accent for whatever reason. But if your dick got leaked, like, people wouldn't be flocking like they are to Drake. They'd be like, this is disgusting. But anyway, just saying, I think a goal should be to be um, appreciated and, and loved. And that's what I strive to be in. Maybe that means I should lessen up on the shit talk. Even if it is just playful, non-malicious. Maybe I should try to be a better person. No, fuck that, dude. Fuck that. That's that's too difficult. That's too hard. Boner joke. All right, everybody. Welcome back to episode 98. Feel Good Friday, FGF. You know how it goes. I'm back, baby. Or, uh... No, wait, no. He says, I'll be back. Although he should say I'm back, because I like the way that... That sounds cool, too. I'm back, baby. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Chilies, baby back ribs, barbecue sauce. They should have had Arnold do the voice. Maybe he did do it. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen any of the Terminator movies, including the uh, really good ones, one and two. I liked 3 growing up. I thought 3 was awesome. Um, I think it's because I have a fond memory. My dad took me to go see it in theaters. It was this, you know, this R-rated action movie. And there was a hot nude chick in it. I was like, that's cool. Like that. But there was really cool action as well. I didn't really know what was going on with the plot. But the action was awesome. And, uh, yeah, it was a fun, fun time. I actually, we had a project in 7th grade, I believe. And you were supposed to give a presentation about a historical figure, whether that be, you know, an actor, a musician, a writer, whoever. Um, I think is someone that had an impact on your life. And I actually went with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I came in with a leather jacket, you know, dark jeans, boots, sunglasses. And I was just, you know, supposed to be Arnold. Um... And I actually showed a clip from Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. So there's a little tidbit. I decided I'm going to wrap this up right now. This is going to be the last segment of this episode. Um, because I have to look into some stuff. I just got a notification on this app, which is Anchor. And now it's like, I think they just call it Spotify for Podcasters, which does not roll off the tongue like Anchor did. But saying something like, Recording and editing software is going to be discontinued come June 2024. I don't know. I got to look into it. If that's the case, I don't know how much longer my podcast is going to go on. Not much is happening with it, you know? Like I said, it is fun. I do enjoy doing it. But if I have to pay for it, like, I get to do this for free, which is a big part of the reason I keep doing it. Like, it's not, it's not blowing up by any means. It's not taking off. But it's still fun. And I still get to have guests on and talk to them and have conversations. Friends I haven't seen in a while. Stories that I haven't heard. And I get to have comedians on and, and all sorts of people. Musicians and whoever. And uh, I part of the big reason I think it's so cool is because Anchor lets you do it for free. And they distribute it for free. And that's a really cool deal. So if they're coming up with some new sort of policy where you do have to pay for it. Probably going to be out at least for now. Um, I apologize. I know that's 
That's tough to hear. That's not the way you want to end an episode. Don't worry. That's not the last thing I'm going to talk about. But I did think I should mention it because it literally just popped up like five minutes ago. So um, I hope that's not the case. I hope there's a way that we could still, you know, I could still do it uh, for free just the way it has been for the past uh, three years now. But if they change it, they change it. I know that's the times. Times are tough. It's hard to do something, you know, run an app and do things for free for people. But, uh, God, I, I hope that that isn't changing. We'll see. I will keep you updated. Um, however, that's not till June. So we can cross that bridge when we get to it. Because we are going to hit 100 by June. Trust me, we're going to hit 100. We'll probably, you know, we'll probably get up to like 120 by June. 125 even. I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm going to try to knock as many as I can out just in case, in case it really is discontinuing the uh, recording and editing software uh, for free. That would, yeah, that would that'd be a big time bummer. But for now, let's talk about a movie I watched last night as we wrap this up. Um, I watched, I went ahead and I watched the Marvels because Disney Plus dropped it and, or released it or is now streaming on Disney Plus, whatever the fucking term is. I don't fucking know. Fuck you. And, um, I watched it and it was fun. It was an all right movie. It it definitely wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't as bad as people had made it out to be. I know it was like the least, it made the least amount of money in Marvel history or some shit. Uh, it was an all right movie. If you go in there with high MCU expectations, you're going to be let down most likely. The thing was though, I could never fully... Like, I never fully gave a shit throughout the movie. I was like, yeah, this is fun, whatever. But, like, even the end credits scene where it's, you know, the big reveal of what's going to be next in the MCU. And it was a big reveal. Like, this was pretty important uh, if you're an MCU nerd. I was like, oh, all right. Um, But still, it was a fun fun action movie. If you look at it that way, if you look at it as just another action movie, it was a great time. But, yeah, a lot of CGI, a lot of just floating, like, you know, body cgi and the head is supposed to be real um if that makes sense just watch it and you'll know what i'm talking about um brie larson is is extremely fucking hot in it though she's uh she is something and uh za I, za ashton she plays darben who's the the villain in it she she plays a great villain and she is also pretty attractive not as attractive as brie larson there's a reason brie larson is the leading lady you know um but uh, a threesome with those two would, would be a good time. You know, preferably I'd be like making out with Bree while Zaw is, you know, down there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Getting some protein. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I'm, you know, talking about head. Anyway, yeah, fun movie though. Um, some funny stuff, some funny antics. It sucks though because I used to care about the Marvel Universe so much. The MCU, everything Marvel and DC, like, it was a big part. And I don't know if I grew out of it or if I just, the movies became, there was too much. There was too much going on. Um, There's shit that I haven't watched. Like, I didn't watch all of Loki season two. I think I got an episode in and I was like, yeah, all right. And then I didn't watch um, Secret Invasion. And I didn't watch that What If series that came out that supposedly is pretty good. I didn't watch Echo which is a new thing that dropped. Um, so, and I'll tell you what, I, Madam Web, I think looks atrocious. I think Madam Web looks very stupid. Um, like, I just, 
Again, that's one that I have no interest in seeing. And Dakota Johnson, or whatever her name is, the Fifty Shades of Grey girl. I'm sure she loves being called the Fifty Shades of Grey girl. Uh, she's fine. Like, she's she's a fine actress, and she was really funny on SNL uh, when she hosted. I thought she was great. So it's not her fault. It's just the movie in general. Like, Dakota Johnson and Sydney Sweeney could not save or cannot save that movie. And maybe, you know, maybe I will be proven wrong. That would be That would be pretty cool. If I was, but uh, I don't think I'm going to be, and we'll see. Yeah, you got you know Emma Roberts in there, Adam Scott, but like you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of names in there, and I just I just don't want to see that at all. That's one that I am absolutely waiting for streaming for. Um, but yeah, Sydney Sweeney's probably. I talked earlier about Britney Spears being the biggest thing back in the late '90s. Sydney Sweeney or Taylor Swift are it's probably one of those two that are the biggest things going on like Sydney Sweeney's in fucking everything she's in a new horror movie she's in a new rom-com she's in an MCU movie she's in she's in a new show like she, she's doing hot ones she's doing all these interviews she's she's the thing she's the it girl right now it's Sydney Sweeney versus Taylor Swift I don't know maybe next episode I could do a little segment where I compare the two Taylor Swift will probably win because she's been around for longer and she's been She's a pro. She's a seasoned vet. But uh, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that's just my thoughts. The Marvels, all right. You know, it's fun. It's a fun movie. But as far as, like, my investment for, you know, the MCU in general, it's like, I don't really, didn't really get me. So, but Brie Larson is very hot. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to, you know, on that note, I might take a little trip to the bedroom and, and then, you know, and, you know, release, <laughs> release all over the sheets. You know what I mean? And probably my hand and my legs. Uh, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, on that note, I'm going to skedaddle. Don't you worry about me. Uh, I'm going to be fine. It's going to be a good time. And I hope you're all right. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. It's Super Bowl weekend. So whatever you do, just be safe, have fun. Um, whatever team you're rooting for, I hope they win. Uh, whatever player you're rooting for, I hope they fucking kill it. If, you, if you're just watching because you wanted to see Taylor Swift, I hope they cut to her 10,000 times. I hope they just, I hope you can just hear the, the commentary, whoever's commentating the game, and the whole time the camera's just on Taylor Swift if that's what you want. You know? I hope your dreams come true. The Nickelodeon podcast is also a thing. So that'll be kind of fun. Um, yeah, it should be a good weekend. I think I'm just staying in for it. I'm just buying some snacks at work. I bought my, my Coors Light today. I bought a 24-pack. Um, hopefully I don't rip through that by Sunday. I would like to not buy more. But um, again, we shall see. You never know what the future holds. Because apparently my podcast is going to be ending. We'll see. At least on this platform. I'll, like I said, I will keep you posted and we'll be all right. We'll be all right. All right. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Feel Good Friday. Catch you on the next one.